0: You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News.
1: Well, hello again from Sprott Money News and com. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up. It's Friday, September the 1st, 2017. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us again as usual is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning.
0: Hey, Craig, good morning. Um, Looks like we've had a pretty good week so far, and hopefully we can get a little follow-through today on the jobs report, so uh, it'll be a lot of fun.
1: And just a reminder before we get started that these weekly wrap-up segments are brought to you by the Sprott Money International Storage Program. We store over a million ounces and we are proud of our perfect audit record. Please visit SprottMoney.com slash storage to learn more. Yes, Eric, it has been a heck of a week. Let's focus uh, on the news of just this morning. The U.S. jobs report came in, even though it is only the first of the month. The uh, It is the first Friday of the month and so therefore we had a jobs report this morning. It was uh, rather miserable. Average hourly earnings were almost flat. Uh, the average time worked went down. It was a pretty bad report. Metals went up and then metals have come back down. What do you make of the current state of the U.S. economy?
0: Well, as you know, I'm not. first of all, I'm not a believer in the non-farm payrolls report because I think it's, for the most part, bogus. Uh, but we have to live with it, right? And, and when it was strong last month, we had to deal with that in the gold market. Uh, when it's weak this month, it, it it should give us a bit of a shot in the arm here. It can't be used as an excuse to drive gold down, which is of course one of the favorite times of knocking gold down. And so far, we, it's been pretty benign. The uh, the reaction as we speak, it's only up a couple of bucks, and solar is only up two cents. But I really do believe, and I've of course expressed this way too many times, that there's you know pretty steady weakness in the uh, the U.S. economy, which is to be expected because of the costs of health care and, and other things that are going up that are never recorded. Now we got, of course, we're going to have the price of gasoline skyrocket here, unfortunately, because of the hurricane going into Houston, which will put a dent in people's pocketbooks for a short time, hopefully only a very short time. But we also had the, the, the housing numbers were weak. I mean, retail seems to be weak. Uh, like there's just no strength in, in the economy. And now we've had uh, a bad employment report for, the current month, and it revised the two previous ones down by a total of uh, 40,000 jobs. So it's taken a, a lot of the zip out of uh, the optimism one might have for good things happening. And I think that's just continues the, uh, the thesis that I've espoused here, that uh, the economy should continue to be weak, that we aren't going to get rate increases, and that uh, the gold market uh, should continue to benefit by that.
1: Eric, let's take a second and kind of set the table for where we might go from here. Uh, here on the first day of September, uh, here we've got gold prices at the highest they've been all year long. Silver is probably a dollar below, but that's probably, that might just be a matter of time before it catches up. And now we're entering into a what should be a rather pivotal month. Uh, it'll be all hands on deck from a trader perspective come Tuesday once this three-day U.S. holiday weekend is over. We've got all the debt ceiling and budget negotiations to come in uh, September. We've got uh, all kinds of other economic data. We've got the Fed is going to meet two weeks from Tuesday. Uh, It looks to be that September might be a rather interesting month, doesn't it?
0: Sure. And it's supposed to be seasonally strong for for gold. And uh, all the reasons to not own gold that were espoused seem to be falling away here. I was sort of conjecturing in my mind about the unknown unknowns and, and I, I thought to myself, well, you know, there's a lot of unknowns in the United States because of your president, right? Like right. you just don't know what you're going to be facing the next day, unfortunately, because he's prone to, um, burst out with things. And, uh, of course yesterday was, uh, I need tariffs, you know, <laughs> of course the rest of the world's just quivering thinking about what, what the, what could happen here. But, uh, it's so unpredictable, and yet, for some reason, the market just keeps marching up. I happen to be in the school that believes that it's all well orchestrated by the, the uh, government and the central banks. That The, the one thing that's going to look good is the stock market because everything else is kind of fading here. Zero interest rates to pump up housing, to pump up autos. Now that's all falling away here. Uh, there's not really much left to, uh, to cause the economy to strengthen and uh it looks like none of the programs can seem to get through congress now maybe they'll be sort of coming together on the debt ceiling i suspect there will be you know because governments like to spend money and you can't spend money without having an increase in the debt ceiling but yes a huge amount of unknowns all working for gold and of course all uh, some of the great commentators coming around to gold here, as you know you got to have some gold in your portfolio and it's it's it will be impossible for anyone for for all of the people to have 5 or 10% gold in their portfolio when the total weighting of gold and gold shares i think is well less than 1% today so you can't get to to 5 without the price of gold and the price of the shares going absolutely bonkers
1: you know let's talk about that eric we've kind of brushed upon this over the last couple of weeks you know the us dollar now is down about 10% year to date and it seems as if about the only undervalued sector across all equities, across all markets, asset allocation, is commodities. And uh, there seems to be a real flow of funds that's picking up, not only into the commodities, but that spills over into the metals, obviously, as well, but it also spills over into the mining shares, doesn't it? Things don't look half bad all of a sudden, kind of a rising tide lifts all boats.
0: No, the shares look kind of good here. Uh, both the UE and the XAU indexes are within a very small Distance of uh, going up twenty percent on the year, like literally, if we could get a one percent move in the UE today, we'll we'll be we'll have accomplished that twenty percent, which normally defines a bull market. And um, when the bull market is um, really gets going, it can be dramatic. As you recall, last year in early '16, I think stocks went up something like a hundred and sixty percent in six or seven months. I mean, it's just a ginormous rally. And um, you can kind of feel that because you can see some of these stocks that they they're just like jackrabbits here when they get going. And there's a lot of excitement about exploration and uh, perhaps M&A. Uh, and the stocks seem to want to react now. They're not as lethargic as they used to be. And of course, once they once it's defined that we're in a bull market, I think you'll see a lot of money coming in here and things can can move very, very fast.
1: Let's wrap this week with kind of a, a big picture uh, question that's hanging out there for a lot of folks. You know, we've had these kind of odd events that have occurred as of late. We had, you know, Terry Duffy, the head of the CME, goes on Fox Business and talks about how gold is vastly undervalued at thousand thirteen or $1,300 an ounce. You know, we've we've had this weird visit for the first time in almost 50 years of the U.S. Secretary of Treasury showing up to go to Fort Knox and pronounce that the gold is safe. And now there's a lot of talk about, you know, maybe a revaluing of gold would benefit almost every country with all of the debt that's out there. I mean, do you can you kind of maybe connect some dots here, do you think, Eric? Yeah. Well,
0: you always have to uh, be very suspicious of everything that happens in precious metals, of course, because we, we could just tell by being there every day how manipulated they are. I mean, it's, right. it's so obvious. And um, you know, I've always been a believer that, the supposed 8,000 tons of gold that the U.S. owns is not owned by the U.S. I think the fact that the Germans said they wanted their 300 tons back and they got five tons in the first year was very, very, very telling. You know, I mean, what is five tons? I mean, that's nothing. Right. Um, And then it took them whatever it was, five of the seven years or four of the seven years to get the 300 tons, which, you know, trades in about a month and a half on the Shanghai Gold Exchange. It doesn't take four years to move that kind of tonnage around. So, yeah, I'm I'm very suspicious of why Minuchin would go to Fort Knox. And, and I wish I actually had read the exact thing, but I think he said the gold is safe. Or gold is safe. Gold is safe. Well, yeah, you know, rather than the gold is there or whatever. Uh, not that I believe him anyway, but, yeah, it's all very suspicious because things seem to be lining up uh, for gold here, particularly with, as you mentioned, the U.S. dollar weakening, the economy weakening the uh now the only thing keeping people from really going into uh gold is the fact that the stocks continue to go up i mean if they ever um sort of flattened out or went down i mean i think the flood in the, the gold stocks has been uh, quite well represented by a great number of people that that's where you should be focusing here so yeah i think that uh It's going to be very exciting. I think there's lots of great stories and stocks out there in the gold and precious metals area. A lot of action here recently, so lots to look forward to.
1: So we're going to head now into September. Like I said, we have a three-day weekend, holiday weekend here in the U.S., But come Tuesday, all the traders are back from the Hamptons and at their desks and ready to rock and roll with a lot of stuff hanging out there from North Korea to the FOMC to the budget deficit and the debt ceiling and everything else. It sure looks like it's going to be an interesting month, Eric. Uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fun talking about it.
0: Yeah. And let's not forget Houston either. I mean, I think that's going to be a lot worse in terms of total damage than people have been estimating here. And some of the realities of damages are that the insurance companies must sell securities to pay the claims, not that they'll pay many claims, but then there's also the people who lose everything because they don't have flood insurance. And, uh, you know, let's say a guy owns a business, but he lost everything. The business shuts down. You know, the bank calls the loan because he got wiped out. And I'm I'm a little disappointed that... uh, Excuse me. I'm a little disappointed that um, they didn't seem to be be better prepared for it. Every time I see these cars sitting in driveways in three feet of water, I keep thinking, "Well, why didn't they drive them away?"
1: Right. You know, like
0: I just I can't I can't believe it. Unfortunately, and and now we got another storm coming in, Irma. That um, my God, when I read about it this morning, they say it could have winds up to 180 miles an hour. My God, we have that to look forward to in about 10 days. So. Fasten your seatbelts. Uh, could be uh, could be a very interesting month for us. We've had a, we've had a good time this year. Now that you think of it, you know, with golds up whatever percent it's up to twelve or thirteen percent, the stocks are up almost twenty. Hey, that's not bad. And I think we got more about to happen.
1: Sure looks that way, my friend. I look forward to talking to you next Friday and seeing all that has transpired in the next seven days. It's, it things are moving quickly, but at this point. I hope you have a great holiday weekend. Get some rest and relaxation and come back fully recharged uh, for uh, what's going to be a crazy month of September.
0: Should be fun. All the best, Greg.
1: And from all of us here at Sprout Money News and SproutMoney.com, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend.